Ew. Oh, he's got the locusts. <laughs> you can't have locusts. Sorry. <laughs> Even I'm not that stupid. Please don't put that in there. What kind of pathetic drugs do you take me for? I was intoxicated. No, I'm not drunk, madam, but you give me an idea. A very bad habit. This conversation's going nowhere. I'm sorry. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. This desk is too small. My teeth are too big. Welcome to Air Out My Shorts. I'm Preston Buttons. I'm the Word Whore. And it's a rockin', rockin' episode. <laughs> okay. Let's see if we can live up to that. Yeah. I can't wait for you to tell me all about the podcast meetup. You can't, eh? No, I've been dying to know. You haven't said anything. <clears throat> so I assumed you were conserving. No, not really. Uh, the, well, it, it was um, the Toronto area podcast meetup. And I did go. I, of course wouldn't just go there without being hammered so i had a few drinks before i went and for a group that uh, you would think would actually drink a lot i was the only person who kept on regularly going up to the bar which well, that doesn't surprise me at all i'm not exactly sure why you had the impression they would all be alcoholics um because it's been mentioned before Mentioned, sure, but you've got to remember, I think we have, you know, roughly 15 years worth of alcoholism ahead of them. What? You mean as far as the age goes or just consumption? Um, both. None of these Com people were, were young. No? Really? Yeah. Oh my God, are you serious? I thought you would feel like the old village drunk in, in a nursery. No, I think if actually, if you look at a lot of podcasts, they're all around our age. Seriously? Yeah. Globally? About all the ones that I listen to, anyway. Huh. They're okay, all... well, d well, dish, man. Tell me everything. Who'd you meet? Well, there was, um, they, everyone put on blindfolds and uh, sprayed oil around the place and then had a big orgy. Fuck off. Will you just tell me? I went and I talked to, uh, to uh, Craig uh, from the Tangents podcast, uh -huh. who is a gentleman. Oh, good. Uh, was he was he wearing his butt plug? He's pretty cool. He he may have been. Uh, he didn't show it to me. <laughs> okay. um, but did he have a smile? I, on I his think face? he mentioned it once or twice. <laughs> uh, I also uh, met um, uh, Tristan from uh, Jim Dupree Enthusiast, which is a, a video podcast, and uh, I met a couple of guys from Serialize. And Patrick from Cooking with Kitty as well, but really, I did. Um, I I talked probably like time wise. I talked mostly to Craig, and I didn't hang out for that long. I was there for no. an hour, and I spent you, half of it uh, smoking, and no one else was. Did you go by yourself? Mm-hmm. Well, believe I, it or not, people weren't clamoring to to. To come with me to a, a geek meetup. <laughs> I, 
that wasn't my concern or, or, or what I had in mind. I was actually worried that you were going to go <laughs> hire a prostitute and take her with you and say it was me. <laughs> I was really concerned. It really crossed my mind. I thought about it. I actually <laughs> thought about asking someone and saying, yeah, this is the word whore. <laughs> but, it, really, it really was a looming fear. But I didn't. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> Next time I will. So, was there was there a big crowd? I'm not sure um, how many could... showed up, but it. Uh, th- I I sort of I think I missed the peak of it because you were lubricating in advance. Yeah, there there were still um, a fair number of people there, from what you expect. I think I think I don't know between 50 and 80 people or something like that. I can't remember. Well, that's not bad. But uh, but even if it was 40, you know, that's that's a lot of people for that kind of thing. Sure. So, yeah, that's a, that's about that. That's about that. What, uh, what's been going on with you? Um, I, uh, uh, it, wait, do you have a pirate fetish? Do I have a pirate fetish? Yeah, I need to ask before I tell you what's going on with me. I know I do. I just don't know if you do. Uh, well, not for guys with parrots on their shoulders and eye patches. Well, what about chicks? Well, there's been some sexy chicks in pirate movies. What about chicks dressed up like pirates? No, that's all right. <laughs> You're not working with me. Um... I'm wearing an eye patch. Oh, you are. I'm having some major difficulties with my left eye. So, of course, being me, I'm trying to, you know, have some fun with it and so I've gone out and got myself a a, a pretty eye patch, which is great cuz I sort of look a bit like uh, Daryl Hannah in Kill Bill. Uh. Which is, which is except, you know, minus the nurse costume. Uh, well, uh, are you going to get yourself a fake parrot to put on your shoulder? No, I think I might just go get the nurse costume tomorrow. Oh, that could work. Mm-hmm. I see. And what happened to your eye? Um, it's a long and ugly story, but basically the end result was I I have a a dangerously clogged tear gland. It's not contagious or anything like that. Hmm. But your tear, uh, tear duct is blocked. Not the duct. It's actually the gland, which is under your eyelid, which I didn't know. It's this big, swollen, awful bubble in my eyelid. It's disgusting. Lovely. But it's not disgusting yet, as it's going to be. Because I was told this afternoon that in three days it's going to um, burst and not to be alarmed. That sounds so lovely. I know. It's pretty. It's so pretty. So, uh, yeah, I will probably be at some wonderful club and or restaurant um, this Friday night when my eye explodes. Make sure someone gets it on camera. You think? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, oh, some pus 
dripping down from underneath your eye patch that would be lovely. <laughs> you know what? If if that happens, then you've got to like put some food in your mouth, mash it all up, and just start spitting it out and screaming, <laughs> going. Yeah. Okay. I might do and, that. And flailing your arms like like something is is uh, gonna like you're the monster from the thing or something. I actually do kind of look like a monster, and I'm believe it or not, I'm glad, I'm relieved, because this started, I would say this started probably Saturday, and uh, at the time, there was no visible evidence, so I was just winking a lot, and not knowing I was doing it, so all the little boys in Starbucks thought I was hitting on them all the time. You know what? I bet they probably didn't. Probably didn't look like you were hitting on them. You probably looked like the uh, the bad guy in the Pink Panther movies. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. I'm, I'm <laughs> I, sure it wasn't. I will get. Uh, I will get you, Cluso. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't. You know, nice seductive winking. It was more of a like a nervous tick. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> totally. Anyway, that's what's going on with me, and it's. Damn ugly, so I'm happy that we have a podcast instead of a video cast today. Mm-hmm. Also means I didn't have to shave. I see. Well, on that note... Would you like to read a story? Sure, which one are we going to do? That's um, the I'm going to pick one. You always get to pick. Actually, you usually insist that I pick, so... That's true. Mm. Send us your hey. stories of 800 words or less. Oh, and speaking of which, we've had a plethora of smut in the mailbag. Yeah, I, it's good that we've we've received so many stories lately. Sometimes we're down to the wire. We're wondering what the hell we're going to mm. do, but uh, we've received a whole bunch, and almost all of them are smut. Yeah. I think we've set a trend. Apparently. But we would like to open things up to other than smut. We we welcome all kinds of stories. Yeah, I, I don't want to be accused of competing with naughty sheets or anything like that. Yeah, the art, this is a literary show. Yes, it is. My God, yes, it is. Don't forget that, people. Mm. Um... I have pulled a story called... Oh, wow, I can't even pronounce the title. Is this... Oh. Rackth. Rackth. in the beginning. Rackth. Say it. Rackth. Rackth. Sounds like I have a lisp. Uh-huh. Rackth in the beginning by Robin Kirkman. Wow, that even sounds like a real name. Robin Kirkman? Yeah. Yeah, it does. There's a novelty, too. <laughs> Are you uh, sure this person has listened to the show? A smut-free story submission by a person with a real name. Obviously, we must have... Uh, yeah, he has officially sent it to the wrong place. Or actually, Robin could be a, a female as well, right? Not with a story called Rackth in the beginning. Well, there are female geeks. You know that. Mm, that's true. Well, you should know that. That's your entire dating pool. My dating pool isn't this kind of geek. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean by this kind of geek? Uh, the fantasy literature type. Are you insulting the author already? 
What's wrong with fantasy literature? I thought you read that crap. Um, I do. Well, actually, I don't really so much now. But uh, nothing. It's just that not many women write it. Okay, but if they did, they'd be right up your alley, no? Um, I suppose. Okay, so stop... Stop um, limiting your options. Maybe Robin Kirkman is your biggest fan and she's lovely. Uh, yeah. Or maybe, maybe it's a boy and we've just pissed him off a lot. <laughs> Could be. Why didn't you read to me to shut me up? <laughs> that sounds like a very good idea. Okay, go. The priest and the warrior wore clothes of opaque ice. Brr. Masks, sharp as frost, covered their faces. Perhaps the masks were faces. Nobody knew. The slave certainly didn't. In the cold room, the slave knew he was going to end. He knew it in the pit of his stomach, a cold, hard knowledge. The walls and the ceiling and the floor were all carved out of some stone, also cold, also hard. <sighs> okay, now, now I know why we receive so much smut. Ahead was the empty throne, carved of the same eternal stone as the room itself. Uh, how many the, how many stones and hard was that hard cold stone stone cold hard hard cold stone hard stone throne eternal stone cold hard you have refused and violated the principles and the sanctity the priest mass showed no movement you must believe now you will believe. Can you make the priest spookier? More like, you know, um, Darth Vader or something? Yeah, l let me just uh, slip into my James Earl Jones uh, outfit. Please. I think you sound like uh, Peter Cook from uh, The Princess Bride. You have refused and violated the principles and the sanctity. The priest's mask showed no movement. You must believe. Now you will believe. The slave stammered. I do believe. I do. Rex, help me, I do. In the beginning there was... And the slave stopped. He didn't remember the rest. Silence! commanded the warrior. Its staff met the back of the slave's knees and drew a blood which instantly froze as the slave fell to a kneel. Let me guess, he fell on the, the cold stone hard, floor. Hard, cold, hard, cold stone floor, stone throne, clothes. Its staff met the back of the slave's knees and drew blood which instantly froze as the slave fell to a kneel. The warrior turned and followed the priest as they walked out of the room. The slave remained, frozen with fear, before the empty throne. The slave shivered and looked at the seat of Rakth. He blinked, and the room was empty no more. 
The throne had grown an icicle on its side, stretching to the back of the stone room. The sleeve shivered no more, pierced through by the instantaneous bolt. His face now wore a mask of opaque ice, but perhaps the mask was his face. Nobody knew. Oh, for Christ's sake. If there was ever a time for your woo-woo-woo, that was it. And you well, howled gonna, instead. I, I was going to do that, and then I just figured that you would give me shit. So I waited for a few seconds for you to say something, and then howled. How long exactly does it take you to realize that you're going to get shit no matter what? Yeah, I also don't really listen to anything you say, so I, ultimately it didn't matter. But Hey, uh, fuck you, that's my line. Oh, yeah. It's my line tonight, baby. Oh, for Christ's sake. Smart ass. So, what have you got to say about Rack um, in the beginning? I've got to say that there wasn't enough in-story banter for a story that short. I was just getting warmed up. <laughs> yeah, so was the writer, I think. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. Back up your damn comment. What does it mean? Oh, he's just warming up for a career in something other than writing. Holy shit. <laughs> this could be your, your biggest fan. See? And you, <laughs> you asked me to back up my comments and you don't want to hear what I got to say. It's not that I don't want to hear it. It's that I'm afraid your listenership will just plummet. Oh. You mean that Robin will cease being an adoring fan of mine? I guess that's entirely possible. But I think Robin probably respects me in such a way that my my comments can only only help this uh, this person. I disagree. Hmm. I'm just, well, we'll have to agree to disagree. That's fine. I'm just not a big fan of the assholishness. <laughs> I like this. I haven't had a drink in over 12 hours. It's put me on edge. I hope that's all it is. I like this. I, I think it's it's very visual. I completely saw everything that was happening. You're as cold as ice. <laughs> um, yes, it is visual in a in a icy, hard stone kind of way. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you not like it at all? Well, I, I don't mind stories where people get beaten and and killed. That's kind of cool. But he wasn't killed. Was he not? He was converted. He was assimilated. Oh, I see. It was sort of like the iceborg, I think. Uh-huh. You know, he was stabbed with the icicle on the throne, and then he was turned into an ice face person, man. Ah, uh, right. Opaque ice-wearing clothing guy. The clothing, I, I don't think, would lend itself well to really any kind of movement, would it? It would definitely result in chafing, I would think. And perhaps a bit of frostbite on your bits. Mm. I wouldn't recommend the wearing of ice clothing. I'm, I'm sure it looks fabulous. It's just not for the working person. Although ice cubes can be fun. Mm. This is an outtake moment. The following is one of our favorite moments from Punky Radio. 
Listen to their podcast at punkyradio.com. Please send your poetry submissions to pollyb at punkyradio.com for Punky's Poetry Corner. Air out my shorts, get listeners to send in uh, full stories, 800 words or less. It is brilliant. I've subscribed to Air Out My Shorts, by the way. Yeah. I do like it. I do like it. I am warming to Preston Buttons now. Preston's, Preston's a bit of a card. He's a bit yeah. of a geezer. I don't think it's a twat. He's a bit of a geezer. You don't think he's a twat no, anymore, no? It's, it's going on. No. Yeah. I quite like Preston, but then I do want a bed for the night in Toronto. Brilliant. <laughs> in July. That so sounded great. I'm loving <laughs> Preston Buttons. Well, do, do you know what? He he said that Kerry, the proper Mrs. Edwards, yeah. could stay with him and he was going to make me go down the road. And Wordhorse said, I won't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> and she might be Maxim, apparently. He can stay with me. <laughs> 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 She's going to be in Maxim. That's classic here at my shorts. Come on, shorts. Oh, yeah, true, yeah. We need oh. some ice. Oh, what are you drinking, Wordhole? <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean yeah. I've got to do her voice as well now? Yeah, I can't do voice. Right, you do Preston. I'll do her. <laughs> <laughs> right then. No. So, Wordhole, how are you doing this week? <laughs> I can't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was an outtake moment. Uh, it's a new month at Podcast Alley. Please cast your votes. Subscribe and review us on iTunes. Please. We have a few awesome reviews on iTunes. I would love more. They make me happy. And the Yahoo ones are pretty good, too. Have you been reading them? Um... I'd... I think on our next episode we should read some. Maybe maybe if we read them, people will want to make them more. Maybe. Okay. I think there was an email that I wanted to read, too. Oh, yes. I wanted to read the Australia email. But I wanted you to find someone with an Australian accent because I didn't think we could do it justice. Is that the one you're talking about? Uh, probably. Look, um, it, you know, it was like proof of existence, proof of life. It was like of being life in Australia. Yeah, it was like being contacted from, you know, outer space after sending a signal up 15 years ago or something. It, it was, it was really cool. Uh, well, maybe a uh, next episode. Can, can you do an Australian accent? At least like a really shitty. Probably one? about as well as I can do an English accent. Okay, then that's what we'll do. Or a southern accent. Or any other kind of accent. Okay, well then, that's what we'll do. <laughs> I can do my best to offend. Ooh, and it's it's a new month on Podcast Alley. Yes. April was our second highest voting month on Podcast Alley. We had completely different voters in April than we've ever had before. There were a lot of new people voting, which was really, really cool. I just think it was funny that it amounted to the same number of votes, which means the people who normally vote didn't, <laughs> and new people did. Now we'll just get, have to get the people all working together. Yes. Together we can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Don't you know that tears are not enough? Oh, I don't think anyone remembers that song. <laughs> what is it? I don't even know where it tears came Tears are from. not enough. It's the, the feed 
Feed the world. Let them know it's know Christmas it's time. it's Christmas time the and feed the British world. put that out. The Canadians. Um, oh, that was the British one? No, feed the world was the British one. Tears okay. are not enough was the Canadian one. Oh. And then eventually the states put out we are the world. Really? That is correct. How, are, you're absolutely sure you've got all of your geography correct? Yes. Tears are not Tears are not enough, is Carol Pope. Well, to me, it's all one song, so I'm having trouble distinguishing from one to the next. Or which one was Band-Aid? Uh, the British one was Band-Aid. So what, what the hell was ours called? Northern Lights. Ew, really? I think. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Not, not 100% on that. Who was on that? Who was singing in that? Uh, Brian Adams. And probably some other people. Does he actually still consider himself Canadian? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Okay. He, I thought he was one of those people who decided he was British at one point and just never... No, you know. no, I think he's been in the States for, for a long time. Maybe I'm mixing him up with someone else. Uh, I think you are. Okay, that's fair enough. I don't claim to be smart or anything. Just, um... Talkative. The, the the British one wouldn't have been anything without the guy from the Thompson Twins playing percussion. Feed the world. Let them know it's Christmas time. And they all sound like the same song. So either the same guy wrote all of them, which is probably that Foster dude. Right. Uh, either Foster or Quincy Jones or, or some amalgamation David, David of the Foster two of them. Foster produced the Canadian one. Okay. I don't know if he wrote it, but he produced it. And did that awful screaming French-Canadian banshee have anything to do with that, or was that before her time? Um, I think it may have been before her time. I'm... Were, were they sleeping together? No, 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 no. You're talking about Celine Dion? I refuse to say her name. She was banging her manager. Oh, okay. The guy who was like 30 years older than her. If I say her name, I will um, invoke some sort of demon. That's all. I don't know who wrote the British one, but Bob Geldof ran the show. Are you sure the American one was third? I don't know. Maybe We Are the World came out before him, but it was, a, it was reactionary. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I think it was completely the opposite myself. I love the fact that celebrities are actually getting off their asses and going to places and trying to make a difference now instead of just like sitting in their cushy, fat-ass chairs and singing. <laughs> and that's as political as the word whore will get today. Yeah, way to go, Angelina. <laughs> She's just wrecking homes and having babies, I think. I could be wrong. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. As you know. As everyone knows by now. Well, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Good night, Buttons. Good night. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. No.